98K News. It's one o'clock on Benche, the headlines. The hospital authority's chief manager says the public health care system could break down if the medical workers' strike continues. Health officials board a cruise ship berthed at Kai Tak on Wuhan virus fears, while 10 people are confirmed to have the virus on a different cruise ship off Yokohama. And the death toll from the Wuhan virus outbreak has risen to at least 490, after authorities in Hubei reported 65 new fatalities this morning. The hospital authority's chief manager, Ian Zhang, says the public health care system could break down if the medical workers' strike continues. He said he hoped the strikers would rethink their action. But the HA Employees Alliance, which is organizing the strike, says it is now talking to other unions to see how more pressure can be put on the government. Thousands of medical workers have been striking since the beginning of the week. They want the government to close the border with the mainland to prevent more Wuhan flu cases being imported into Hong Kong. They have already warned that they would escalate their action if the chief executive Carrie Lam failed to meet them this morning. Winnie Yu, chairperson of the alliance, says Mrs. Lam's no-show wasn't surprising. As we expected, Mrs. Carrie Lam wouldn't show up to communicate with us. However, we think that we have to do it, as the condition in Hong Kong is very critical already. If the chief executive doesn't come out to tackle the problem, the situation in Hong Kong will get worse and worse. Union representatives, pro-democracy lawmakers and activists joined the HA Employees Alliance in a protest outside government headquarters, echoing their call for the border to be shut. Carol Ng, chairperson of the Confederation of Trade Unions, says it's a matter that affects everyone and the quickest thing the government can do is to temporarily close the border. She said different unions are looking into taking industrial action. It's very likely that more and more unions will follow because everyone would like to make sure, giving enough pressure to the government, that we need you to do something. First of all, to shut down the borders and then provide enough protection equipment like masks and the, um, the gears to our medical staff, etc. So I think it's really imminent. Officials from the Center for Health Protection have boarded a cruise ship berth at the Kaitak Terminal. It follows reports that three passengers on board have been infected with the new coronavirus. The cruise company said it had been notified by authorities on the mainland that the three passengers were on the ship between 19th and 24th of last month. Health officers are carrying out checks on 1,800 passengers and crew. Most are Hong Kong residents. Meanwhile, at least 10 passengers on a cruise ship in Yokohama are reported to have tested positive for the new coronavirus. Public broadcaster NHK and other media cite the Japan's health ministry as saying the vessel carrying over 3,700 people has been quarantined in the Tokyo port as those on board are tested for the disease. An 80-year-old passenger was diagnosed with the Wuhan virus in Hong Kong after he left the ship here on January 25th. The death toll from the Wuhan virus outbreak has risen to at least 490, after authorities in Hubei reported 65 new fatalities this morning. In its daily update, the health commission in the province hardest hit by the virus also revealed that new infections had jumped by 3,156. More than 24,000 people have now caught the new coronavirus in China. 
The World Health Organization says the steps taken by China to fight the new coronavirus have given the rest of the world a window of opportunity to stop the disease becoming a broader global crisis. Its Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said only one percent of all cases had been found outside China, and tackling the virus at its epicenter in Wuhan was the best way of stopping its spread. But he complained that developed countries were failing to share information, and stressed that now is the time for everyone to prepare. Of the 176 cases reported outside China so far, WHO has received complete case report forms for only 38% of cases. Some high-income countries are well behind in sharing this vital data. Hong Kong reported three more locally contracted cases and the SAR's first fatality yesterday. A 25-year-old man was the latest and the youngest so far to be diagnosed. The city's 18th confirmed case. He's said to live in Sun Tin Wai Estate in Sha Tin and hasn't travelled in the past 14 days. Four other patients are also believed to have caught the new coronavirus here. Dr. Siddharth Sridhar from the University of Hong Kong's Microbiology Department was asked whether Hong Kong was now in the middle of a community outbreak. I wouldn't have said so the day before yesterday, but yesterday we learned about two cases, two new cases who have never been to the mainland and who also have not had any identified contact with known coronavirus cases. And、uh, the Center for Health Protection expressed concern that there was an,、uh, there could be a silent outbreak in the community, and I do share that concern. So if they can't identify a clear link with known coronavirus cases for these two new cases, then by definition, we we are seeing a community outbreak, and there's a high chance we'll see such cases over the coming few days. Dr. Sridhar was asked whether it was now too late to close the border with the mainland. The chance of Becoming endemic in Hong Kong or having sustained transmission to a certain extent depends on how often it is introduced into the community. So eventually, we are at the tipping point where it has been introduced so much from outside Hong Kong that local transmission becomes inevitable or not is uncertain, basically. But、uh, I would say、uh, the simple answer is: if you close down all the borders, yes, it is going to basically eliminate cases coming in from outside of Hong Kong. But、uh, So we have the resources and the、uh, to, to actually prevent、uh, sustained local transmission remains to be seen. A respiratory medicine and public health expert at the Hong Kong Medical Association, Dr. Leung Chi Chu, says there are probably a number of less severe cases here that health authorities have failed to detect because of the existing reporting criteria. Here's Dr. Leung. If in the next few days we may be seeing、uh, more of these cases. If there is a major local outbreak, we need to、uh, reorientate our service to cater for the new situation, because there will be a much larger number of patients, and we need to、uh, arrange the service in a way that we can、uh, optimize the use of our limited resources. A group of travel industry workers is calling for government support. They say many companies can only stay afloat for two more months due to the plunge in business caused by the Wuhan virus and months of anti-government protests. Many coach companies also said they still have to pay expenses such as vehicle mortgages and parking fees. Transport sector lawmaker Frankie Yick says one way to help is to ask banks to have special mortgage repayment arrangements for coach companies. Right now. They have no business at all. 
So if they have to repay the uh, principal as well as the interest, that is going to be very difficult for them. So that's why we suggest our government should take into consideration what the Macau government has been done. How about uh, for six months or up to nine months, just uh, the, the industry can only just repay the interest rather than the principal. Because what they are facing right now is a cash flow issue. So I think this measure will help. Services on the MTR's East Rail Line were disrupted briefly this morning after police bomb disposal experts were called to Taipo Market Station to deal with a suspicious object found on the tracks. The police say a duct tape shoebox was found by MTR staff at around 8.30 a.m. at the end of Platform 4. Acting Assistant Taipo District Commander Kwat Yat Leung said officers believe it was deliberately made to look like a real bomb. The object found, it was an empty box. It's a shoe box. We, we can see the logo converse there. After the explosion, uh, I mean, uh, they the, set the bomb up, and there's nothing inside that box. It's about uh, 20 cm by 33 cm. In his State of the Union address to the U.S. Congress, President Trump has spoken of what he considers his greatest achievements after three years in office and in an election year. Referring to what he called the Great American Comeback, President Trump said the United States was thriving and respected again. America's enemies are on the run. America's fortunes are on the rise. And America's future is blazing bright. The years of economic decay are over. In just three short years, we have shattered the mentality of American decline, and we have rejected the downsizing of Americans' destiny. We are moving forward at a pace that was unimaginable just a short time ago, and we are never, ever going back. President Trump said he was restoring the United States manufacturing and military might. He spoke of the lowest rates of unemployment in over half a century. The Democratic Party in the U.S. state of Iowa has reported partial results in the state caucus, showing the candidate Pete Buttigieg ahead in terms of the delegate count, closely followed by Bernie Sanders. The caucus represents the first leg of the race to choose a Democratic candidate for November's presidential election. The BBC's Nada Tofik in, De- in Des Moines has the details. Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders represent different generations and ideologies, but both are offering a change from politics as usual. Mayor Buttigieg, speaking to supporters in New Hampshire, said the results were an astonishing victory for his campaign. The openly gay 38-year-old says his centrist views can unite the party. But Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders is close behind and could still take the lead. His progressive agenda, which includes universal health care, has energized many to the left of the party. The results are bad news for former Vice President Joe Biden, who came in fourth behind Elizabeth Warren. In currencies, the euro is trading at 1.10 U.S. dollars, the U.S. dollar at 109.47 yen, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 11 cents. And a short while ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 26,822. That's 146 points up on the previous close. Turnover is at $75 billion. And time now for the sports. Here's Joanne Wong. Starting with football and Liverpool youngsters have lived up to expectations. Sean Wally, the childhood Liverpool fan. Oh, there's going to be an own goal to come in. Long ball forward and put into his own net. Sensational. It's an own goal and Liverpool. 
Liverpool's youngsters lead Shrewsbury in the FA Cup. They beat Shrewsbury Town 1-0 at Anfield to reach the fifth round of the FA Cup for the first time under Jurgen Klopp. But the Liverpool manager wasn't there as he decided to let himself and his first team rest during the inaugural Premier League winter break. Liverpool will face Chelsea in the last 16 at Stamford Bridge next. Wayne Rooney is set for a reunion with 12-time FA Cup winners Manchester United. His new team, second-tier Derby County, cruised to a 4-2 win over Northampton after the former England international scored the fourth goal from the penalty spot. And Newcastle reached the fifth round for the first time since 2006 after a dramatic 3-2 win at third-tier Oxford. Prosecutors in France have opened an investigation into claims that a French figure skating coach raped and sexually abused a prominent figure skater when she was a child. Sarah Abibol made the allegations in her autobiography. The BBC's Hugh Schofield has more. France's sporting world is now being shaken by the same kind of allegations that have already hit the world of film and literature here. Sarah Abitbol, who went on to become one of France's most successful figure skaters, was a 15-year-old national hopeful when she says she was first raped by her trainer, Gilles Bayer. In her book, she says that the abuse went on for two years. The sports newspaper, L'Equipe, has published accounts by other skaters with similar stories of being raped and abused as teenagers by older men, all trainers working for the official French Ice Skating Federation. The judicial inquiry has been ordered even though the alleged crimes in many cases took place too long ago to be able to come to court. On to cricket, Quinton de Kock made an ideal start to his full-time captaincy of South Africa's one-day international team, hitting a century to help its side beat England by seven wickets in Cape Town. South Africa now hold a 1-0 lead in the three-match one-day international series. Golfing administrators are increasingly concerned that professionals are hitting the ball further and further, thanks to greater technology and also hours and hours of bulking up at the gym. A report just published by some of the sport's governing bodies says potential changes to equipment rules may be needed to limit driving distance for the good of the game. More from the BBC's Ian Carter. With top players such as Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy averaging 310 yards with their tee shots, courses are having to be lengthened to accommodate the extra distance being generated by modern clubs and balls. Now the rules makers have indicated the need for limits to be applied. The Royal and Ancient and the United States Golf Association published a report saying longer shots and courses are the wrong direction for the game. Now there'll be a lengthy consultation period in which they have to try to win over golf manufacturers and the professional tours who've always been opposed to such changes. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The hospital authority's chief manager says the public health care system could break down if the medical workers' strike continues. Health officials board a cruise ship berth at Kaitak on Wuhan virus fears, while 10 people are confirmed to have the virus on a different cruise ship off Yokohama. And the death toll from the Wuhan virus outbreak has risen to at least 490, after authorities in Hubei reported 65 new fatalities this morning. The news from RTHK. Put my love out on the line Never said yes to the right guy Never had trouble getting what I want But when it comes to you, I'm never good enough When I don't care I can play them like a Ken doll Won't wash my hair 
And welcome to the One Two Three Show. I'm Noreen Mir, and today is Wednesday, the fifth of February. Many thanks uh, once again to Sadia Osmani sitting in for me for the last couple of days. Don't worry, I was not ill. I just had other things to attend to. I was actually in the office, tuning in, enjoying the One Two Three Show from the listener's point of view. Anyway, we've got uh, more shows. Uh, more programs for you this afternoon, more interviews for you this afternoon. Uh, just after half past one, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus, but in particular, a brand new picture book 
about coronavirus prevention. Let me start that again. We're going to have the author of a new picture book about the coronavirus and also uh, how to prevent it. Uh, And the author is Marina Watt and also publisher Brian Young will be joining us uh, just after half past one. Um, Hopefully I won't be stumbling through my words uh, during the interview. We'll also bring you the interview on Facebook Live. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 uh, and you can also find us on uh, you can also uh, email us 123show at rthk.hk and 